Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is a simple key. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hello everyone, welcome. My name is Roland, and the program is called Shedding Shackles. I want to talk today about meditation because it is the key. See, there has to be a key. There is a door. And the door has to be opened. And you have to have a very simple way of opening the door. If it's complicated, then can you see why it can't be complicated? If it was complicated, then some people would not find it. They would get lost. They would get confused. They would go the wrong way. They would become frustrated. And they would be precluded from entering because of that. So it can't be complicated. It can't involve study, because study is not for everyone. When you look at the Bible, for example, when you see Christ in the beginning of his announcing of the kingdom of God, the coming of the kingdom of God to this earth, this emerald isle, he picked simple men, not studied, not lettered, and they carried forth the gospel after he left, didn't they? When he was upon the earth, they mainly followed him around, and they learned from him, and yet you can, you can see that even, even toward the end of his ministry, he would say things, and they they wouldn't understand. They didn't have a clue. Isn't that amazing? The, the apostles themselves didn't have a clue. So, and yet they had been with him so long. But after he left, he sent, and he told them that he would send the Helper, that he would send the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit would inspire them and guide them and wordlessly direct their path and enlighten them and give them understanding and permit them to make the right move and say the right thing and not say the wrong thing. And so, now you understand why it's not an intellectual thing. Now, Paul, yes, Paul had been quite the intellectual. He was very studied. But God chose him, perhaps because he needed someone who could write it all down rather well in, and express it in human terms rather well to put the inspired the, what he was inspired with into words and phrases and sentences. And so maybe Paul was right for that. But I, I want you to understand that there has to be a simple key that is accessible to everyone. Now, one of the interesting phenomena, one of the interesting phenomena in American Christianity is that there has always been a fondness for and an interest in people like Madame Jeanne Guillon, for example, or François Fenelon, 
people like that. Now, they were basically mystics. And they were Catholics. Yes, they were. And somehow I don't understand it, but for some reason the Catholic Church has been blessed with some very wonderful mystical people. And Madame Guillaume was one of them, and she's, she's a perennial favorite. People love Madame Guillaume. They love to read what she wrote, and they understand it, and they relate to it. It's a, it's a wonderful thing that, that she would be so popular among uh, American evangelicals. But what I want, the point I was trying to make, I'm, I'm almost getting ready to lose the point, is that one of the things that she she emphasized is that is that and she was talking about experiencing God through prayer experiencing God that's perhaps it's because that's the missing element from so many of uh, the teachings that you that you receive here in the United States it's the missing element but anyway, she always emphasized that it's for everybody. It's for the, the truck driver, and it's for the janitor, and it's for the accountant, and it's for the clerk, and it's for the web designer, and it's for the, for the, uh, the sheet rocker, and it's for, the, it's for the, the grocery store clerk, and the gas station attendant. And yeah, it's for the engineer, and, and it's for the manager, and... It's for everybody, and it's for the student, and it's for the person who's not working. It's for everybody. It, in other words, it's accessible to everybody. That's important to her to emphasize that point. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. Another wonderful lady, a mystic, who emphasized that it's for everyone is Teresa of Avila. Yes, Teresa of Avila. And when she talks about contemplation, once again, experiencing God. She said it's for everyone. It's not just for certain people. It's not just for the studied or for the college types or the professors or the clerics. It's for everybody. So maybe that's my message today. So I've had two important points that I've made. Number one, there has to be a simple way to begin your access of all the good things that God has for you, there has to be a simple way to begin. And that simple way is with the help of the simple meditation. I just made a YouTube video. It's only, I don't know, seven minutes long in total. And I emphasize that this meditation is so simple. And it has to be simple. And I'll talk, maybe I'll talk more about that later in this program. There's a mystical reason why it has to be simple. 
But I just want to emphasize that you need to find this simple thing because it introduces you to everything that you need. When you look at, uh, for example, bunny rabbits or chipmunks or raccoons, they have everything that they need or the sparrow or the blue jay. They have everything they need, the hummingbird. They don't need to go to school. They have every bit of, of knowledge and know-how and some kind of a animal kind of a wisdom that they need to live and grow and travel about and find their food and build their nest and have a family and everything. Now, how is it possible that they have everything they need? Well, God made it that way. But now how about humans? Humans, basically, we have to learn everything. We have to learn everything. But once we've learned how to walk and talk and, and eat and do simple things that we need to do as children, and once we learn how to, to do a little bit of math and things like that, then how are we going to learn? How are we going to learn to make the next step, to continue? See, the bunny rabbit or the chipmunk or the squirrel, they sort of have a life cycle, don't they? And there are certain things that they must do along the way, and there's a sequence. Well, how about, um, or even the tree? There's a life cycle. You see the tree, or let's take the rose, for example, the rose. It, it begins as a seed, and then it has to grow. It has to find the sun. That's the first thing it has to do. It has to find the sun. Then it has to draw what it needs, elements it needs from the ground, water and minerals and so forth. And it must extend its leaves to the sun and and absorb the warmth and light of the sun. And then it has to grow, and then it has to make flowers, and then more seeds, you see. And so that's what it does. Now, how about we humans? It, it, doesn't it strike you as odd that, uh, haven't you ever wondered when you've seen people with such wonderful potential, maybe your friends, your high school friends, you saw how smart they were and you or maybe you you saw people who were good a good violinist or a scientist or someone good at, at track and field and they were so talented or good at singing or dancing and or they were good at writing and then all of a sudden years later there they go into the ground haven't you ever felt, especially when you were a teen or a young person, haven't you ever felt that there was something very odd about that? Haven't you somehow sensed deep down that people are supposed to go on forever? Well, we are. But in order to do so, you must find, you must find the key to the door and you go through the door and you begin to acquire and to change so that one day 
You're just like the caterpillar who emerges as a beautiful butterfly. One day you are translated and you live forever. That's your purpose. Now that's a, a mighty wonderful thing. Remember the adventure movies like Raiders of the Lost Ark and so on, or maybe you can remember Star Wars. They had some kind of a of a task or a mission. Well, your mission is to find your purpose in life. And to do so, there's only one way that you can get that knowledge, and it's not from the hand of man, it's from God. And from the hand of God, it comes in the most wonderful way. God said, be still and know that I am God. Do you see it? Now do you see why the simple meditation of learning to sit still is so important? It'll get you started. You too can learn the art of watching and remaining centered with the help of our free meditation. To learn more, visit SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us and click on Meditation. If you have a question you would like Roland to address on the air, give us a call at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Or send Roland an email at roland at sheddingshackles.com. Thanks for listening. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you too can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Maybe you can remember Star Wars. They had some kind of a, of a, of a task or a mission. Your mission is to find your purpose in life. And to do so, there's only one way that you can get that knowledge. And it's not from the hand of man. It's from God. It's from God. Just as Christ spent so, so much time with his apostles and then many of them were rather clueless about things. But then he sent the Holy Spirit. And then they, all of a sudden, their eyes were opened. Remember when he met them after he was, came back from the dead? He met a couple of them along on a road, and they, they weren't quite sure that it was him. He began to talk to them, and he opened their eyes. He, he read, he showed them the scripture, and then he talked about what it meant and how it was talking about him, and so on, and their eyes were opened. Your eyes must be opened, but it must be by God.
It must be by God. Not with your eyes opened to a person. Look, the little duck or the little gosling, the first thing they see when they when they are born, if it whatever it is, then they follow it as if it were their mother. So if the little duck happens to encounter a cat, then it'll follow that cat around. So there's that kind of an awakening. And that's unfortunately the kind of awakening that we've all had. We've had an awakening that put us to sleep to reality and to and to the higher things, and to, the, and to finding the door, and to the magic of God's kingdom. We, went, we fell asleep to that, and we awakened to what? We awakened to the enticements of the world, and we awakened to emotions, and we awakened to intrigue, and we awakened to naughtiness, and we awakened to all manner of things on the outside that captured our attention, and filled our mind, and filled our daydreams, and motivated us, and stimulated us, and so that was our awake, an awakening of, of hungers and thirsts and, and lusts and artificial needs. That's the kind of awakening that you had. And in that awakening, you fell asleep to your Creator. So now you must be kissed by the Prince of Peace who awakens you now to move forward, to find your Creator, to find God, to find your true purpose in life. And I wish to very humbly say that this meditation that I have might be of, of great help to you because it's so simple. And in its simplicity, it restores you to yourself. It restores dignity and you become centered. And from there, you can delicately begin to realize and to see and to understand and to begin to put a little bit of wisdom into your life. It's the most wonderful thing, and you are led ever so gently toward your Creator. And in the process, you change, and you become the noble person. You become the princess or the prince that you always wanted to be. But what I want you to also see is that Everything that you need to be a whole, complete person. See, look, you're going out into the world now and you're looking for something, aren't you? You're looking for love. You're looking for approval. You're looking for something to reach toward. You're looking for something out there in the world that you think you can get from classes or from degrees or from mainly from people. But I want you to see that everything that you need to be whole and complete and the love that you need and the approval that you need and the wisdom that you need and the things to move toward that you need can all come from within. And that's where it's supposed to come from. Remember, I gave a little analogy where I said the chipmunks and bunny rabbits and sparrows and blue jays and hummingbirds know how to how to live without having to figure it out from outside. They just do it. It's built in somehow. Well, for we humans, it's also built in. But it's built in in, some, in a very remarkable way that we have the freedom to choose to go that way. In other words, let's see, how can I say this? 
the right way is just waiting for you. And some people have pointed the way toward it, but they can't give it to you. All they can do is point. And it's there, and you sense that it's there. When you were a kid, sometimes maybe you were laying on the grass, looking up at the stars, or you were laying in bed at night, and you sensed that there was something that you needed to know or that you should know, something that was there for you to know, and it was just beyond your grasp. Well, it is within your grasp. But it's the magic of wanting it, but not wanting it in an emotional, egotistical way, but wanting it just a pure love. See, like in the way that the rose loves the sunlight, and the way that a seal loves to lay up upon the rocks, and, and the way a cat loves to curl up in a ball, and, and how a dog loves to lay in front of the fire, and how you love to walk on leaves in the fall and feel the crunch under your feet and see the beautiful colors and the way you love to lay on the grass in the summertime. It's something like that. It's just a love. Now, not everybody has that love for truth. Not everybody does. But if you do, then all you have to do is keep searching until you find it. And nobody can do it for you. You have to find it yourself. You see, it's like an Easter egg hunt. You have to find something. You have to find it, and you have to find it yourself, not anybody else. Do you understand? So, and other people can't help you because they haven't found it. They haven't, and if they have found it, then they know that you have to find it for yourself, so they won't try to do it for you. If they try to do it for you, you would get caught up with them and it would ruin it. So, it's the most wonderful and magical thing, but God wants love. He wants, remember the old expression, God wants volunteers, not conscripts. So he could build everything in where you just automatically did everything just right like a robot, but he doesn't want it that way. That's fine for animals, for chipmunks and bunny rabbits. It's built in so that they're, the bunny rabbit is, uh, is a perfect bunny rabbit, and the chipmunk is a perfect ch chipmunk. But look around you and look at yourself. You're not a perfect human being. Something has gone wrong. Something has gone wrong. And what has gone wrong is that you haven't found the magic. And so you have to find it. So what happened was that when you were a child, people were mean or they were cruel or they rejected you or they withheld love from you or they were very seductive and naughty and they somehow got to you especially emotionally, they got to you. And when they got to you, you were you fell asleep to reality and then you fell into an Alice in Wonderland upside down world where you kept where you kept looking for see, they they caused you to fall asleep to all the good within. But then once that had happened, then you looked to the outside for the answers. And so you got increasingly lost in the world looking out there and caught up with people and things and programs and issues and organizations and study and all kinds of things when you should have been looking right inside. So how do you look inside? Well, like I said, there has to be a way of getting started. May I recommend the meditation? See, here's the thing. Here's what it has to be. It has to be where 
you refined your conscience, your intuition, refined it and live close to it. And the way to do that is to begin the day with a little meditation. Then you go out into the world, kind of centered, a little bit distant, kind of calm, and you watch. And instead of looking to people for things, instead of resenting people, instead of getting angry at people, instead of wanting something from people, you just watch. You're just like a little child. You go through the world and you watch and you see things and you wonder and you marvel. And the answers come from within. So, for example, I'll give you a perfect example. I was listening the other morning to Christian radio and the person said something. And as the person said it, I saw it. I saw it and I said yes. I saw it wordlessly, but something within me was wordlessly saying yes. Something within me made me to sense that that was right. And something within me even made that one thing noted. See, the, the person I was listening to said a hundred things or two hundred things, but there was one of them that I took note of, and that was the right thing for me that day to notice. And it moved me a tiny step closer to being what the good Lord intended. But Martin Luther King once said a very, very nice thing. He said, I may not be the man I should be, and I may not be the man that I one day will be, but thank God I'm not the man that I was. That's really beautiful. So yeah, it's a process of perfecting. Every day, a little bit. Every day, a little bit. But it's from the hand of God. And from the hand of God, it comes in the most wonderful way. God said, be still and know that I am God. Do you see it? Now do you see why the simple meditation of learning to sit still is so important? It'll get you started. website and get the meditation. Give it a try. It's free. It's free. And my website is SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. <laughs>